Welcome to Talk Travel with Heather Tate, North Mississippi's podcast for savvy travelers. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is a weekly podcast that airs every Monday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi, and is then released as a podcast. Travel advisor and travel enthusiast Heather Tate of Whimsical Destinations gives listeners expert travel tips curated through the years of personal and professional experience. By clicking subscribe, you'll have a new travel tip to add to your collection delivered to your podcast library every Monday. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Taint, and I am so excited to share my adventures and tried and true tips with you. Whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a hopeful traveler, or currently an armchair traveler, meaning you're going to follow along with us from home for now. This is our 51st episode of Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and it is going to be all about staying in the treetops, treehouses to be exact. A few weeks ago, well now probably over a month ago, my husband and I, we celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary by knocking off something that had been on my bucket list for years. If you're like me, and you grew up watching the Disney classic, Swiss Family Robinson. You've probably always wanted to stay in a treehouse, too. No? Just me? I don't think it's just me, because this has been an extremely popular topic when I have posted on our Facebook group, Heather and Logan Take Whimsical Destinations. I have always wanted to stay in a treehouse, and I have looked into a lot of different options. For the most part, they seem to be in the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest. There are tons in Washington State and in Oregon. But I also knew of a treehouse village that was in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And that got me to thinking, what other locations nearby might I find a treehouse? Well, if you have watched any of the the shows that are about like the treehouse builders, that it has become a phenomenon now. People are obsessed with treehouses, which means there are more treehouses to stay in now throughout our country and even in different parts of the world than ever before. We stayed in a beautiful little treehouse called Owl in the Oak Treehouse, and it was in Duluth, Georgia. I had a couple stipulations when I was looking for a treehouse. I wanted something that looked romantic, that was going to be perfect for two because it was going to be an anniversary trip, but it couldn't be too far away because we were only going for a weekend. We had two nights, so I wanted somewhere close. I also didn't want to pick somewhere that my boys could go because I do want to take them to a treehouse too. So I wanted this to be an experience where it would be an adults only or just for two. And so we found this one with a super host through Airbnb. And I do recommend if you're looking on Airbnb, there's a whole section for treehouses. And you can just pick treehouses and explore by dates, explore by popularity, explore by price. But I always suggest picking one that has lots of reviews, good reviews. And in our case, we look for ones that are super host. When we went to a llama treehouse that was in the heart of Atlanta for spring break, we stayed at a llama cottage. And they also have 
a treehouse on property. It is an adults-only treehouse, and a lot of them are. When we went and we got to see pictures and we saw other couples coming and going from the treehouse that was surrounded by a bamboo forest, I thought then, I was like, okay, we're getting to a treehouse this year. And so that's why we found this one. We had looked at ones outside of Chattanooga, but the one in Duluth, Georgia, which is about 20 to 30 minutes outside of Atlanta, it's in the suburbs, it was going to be perfect for us. Now, here's what's unusual. It was right inside a subdivision. You think a treehouse and you think this is going to be out in the forest, but it was basically basically in the forest in a subdivision in someone's backyard in the host backyard we had no idea what to expect I read lots of reviews I looked at the pictures they all looked fantastic but as you know sometimes things are not always as they appear on the internet or in photos so I'm like we're gonna kind of you know just have to experience this for ourselves to then be able to share who this is going to be great for and who maybe this this exact treehouse might not be the perfect fit and that's the thing there are different styles of treehouses for different people I was way more excited for this adventure than my husband, Logan. Logan is an Eagle Scout. He has done a lot of camping. He has logged a lot of camping hours. But so he was not as excited about this. There was air conditioning. There were going to be fans. I wasn't worried about the heat. I was like, this is going to be great. But he really didn't know what to expect. And he was really interested in how the whole plumbing situation was going to work in the treehouse. Well, when we arrived, you were parking on the street, in, like I said, in a subdivision, and you follow a path beside a, between a house and a garden, and you're going down their backyard, steep steps. There were steep steps, and by the time we carried some luggage and came back up that hill, you're a little bit out of breath. So I would recommend that this would be one that, you know, this would not be a, an accessible, friendly treehouse. There are some, but this was not going to be one of them. So you walk down into the woods and whereas you do feel like you're secluded, you can still from a distance see the backs of other houses in the neighborhood. So I kind of like this. I liked being both away and feeling private, but yet not so far out in the middle of woods in a treehouse completely by myself that there was nobody else around. So that was a good blend. When we walked up the path, you could see the treehouse in the distance. It looked exactly like in the photos. There's a spiral staircase. It had been recently renovated in January of 2020. So it had some modern, beautiful updates, but while still maintaining the integrity of the treehouse, you definitely knew you were in a treehouse. It had a beautiful spiral staircase leading up to a tree with a platform and a bridge that you could walk to to get to your treehouse. Now, I would say this treehouse would not be good for anyone more than two people, a couple. It had a loft bed. It did also have a small love seat in the bottom that folded out into a, a sleeper sofa. So you could have three people max in this treehouse. And when you look at the details of the treehouses, they'll tell you how many will accommodate. If there are restrictions for age requirements, a lot require children to be at least 10 or 12 because of liability. So you could have a couple with an older child or teen in the treehouse. But I will say when you're inside, the pictures looked exactly like it did online, but it was very tiny. It You knew you were in a treehouse, so it would not be a group-sized treehouse is what I'm saying. It was perfect for us. 
It was beautiful. It was very cozy. It had a loft bed, and the way you got to the bed was by ladder. There was no spiral staircase inside. It did have fans everywhere. Like I said, air conditioning. The ladder was a little steep to go straight up to the loft. You could open the windows, and you were sleeping in the treetops. One night, we even heard an owl in our trees, so that's probably where they got the name, the owl in the, in the oak tree. It had a small kitchenette with a coffee maker. It has a bathroom which this was the only source of, I would say, contention with my husband and I. It was a very small bathroom, but it had a very hot shower, which I thought was wonderful and kind of unexpected in the treehouse. So you did have running water. We had electricity, lots of amenities like that. There is a working restroom. It is a compost toilet, which was a little unsettling for Logan. Twinkling lights everywhere, both inside the treehouse and outside the treehouse. So it was easy to find when we would come in after going out to dinner. You would not be cooking meals in the treehouse, but you could definitely have snacks, like I said, have coffee. We went and got some a few little snacks to have and our mini fridge was a, a dorm style mini fridge but I would not say that you're going to be cooking full meals in the treehouse. We went out to eat. We had a found a wonderful sushi restaurant. We went out for uh, Mediterranean food one day. So we had some great meals. Italian one night to celebrate our anniversary. So it was wonderful. Lots of great restaurants in Duluth, Georgia. But we did not use a little treehouse for cooking. It was more of our, for snacks, muffins for breakfast and coffee. Very creative uses for small spaces. Everything had a dual purpose or could fold or unfold. There, were, there was a little table that could fold down into the wall. The windows all opened. So it really kind of felt like an up moment where you were like a little house that could float away with the balloons attached. So it was beautiful. We spent time reading, riding, relaxing out on the porch. Our treehouse did did not have a hot tub, but there are some that if that's on your bucket list for your treehouse, there are some treehouses that do have them on the patios or underneath on a patio or outdoor space. So, but we just spent time relaxing in the treetops and we could open up all the windows and enjoy that indoor, outdoor. Even when we were inside, we still felt like we were outside in the trees. It was exactly what I envisioned of my first treehouse experience being. And we now know what we're going to be looking for for when our boys go, because that's on my bucket list now for our boys to get to experience a treehouse with us as well. What are some other locations for treehouses in our area? Well, we have a lot of treehouse resorts now. Treehouse Mountain in Tennessee, Treehouse Resort called Terra Lodge in Mont Eagle, Tennessee. A lot of my clients have said that they have stayed there and absolutely love it. In Kentucky, there's a group called Canopy Crew. So these you can all find on Instagram or on Facebook to be able to check out their different tree houses. In the Red River Gorge area in Kentucky, they have domes. They have pirate ship themed tree houses. They have cliff tree houses and lots of nets. It looks to me like an adult playground come true with tree houses everywhere. And it's just like looks like a neverland of tree houses. Tennessee also has the Bolt Farm tree houses, also has the camping domes, honeymoon tree houses, hot tubs. It's got a very romantic vibe to it. Incredible views like you were over the mountains there in Bolt Farm tree house. There they look like they would be beautiful for anniversary trips or honeymoons. I mentioned before Eureka Springs, Arkansas has a treehouse village. There are lots of individual treehouses through Airbnb in Alabama, Georgia, uh, like I said, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, North Carolina, 
Chattanooga has several in the surrounding areas that look beautiful. And the last one I want to mention, if you have not seen already, we have a tree house that you can visit in Tishomingo. So if you're wanting to experience a tree house, but you don't want to go much more than an hour away, you can experience one in Tishomingo. Look at our Facebook group, our YouTube channel on the shark, and you'll see the episode where that's all about the Tishomingo Treehouse. Well, that is all we have time for for this week, travelers. But be sure to join us next week and check out our Facebook group, Heather and Logan Tate Whimsical Destinations. Until then, remember, life is short. Take the trip. You won't regret it. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by J.C. Media, LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. J.C. Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady.